0: Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com.
1: It's Tuesday, November 8th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. For decades, more than half of military absentee ballots from overseas did not get back in time to be counted.
0: That's one of the reasons the law was passed, that states had to have their ballots ready to go 45 days before the election.
1: A new national law and more use of online options in states, including Missouri, have made it easier for troops to vote. Our Jonathan All will have that story in just a few minutes. Polls are open in Missouri and Illinois for today's midterm elections. In Missouri, a valid government issued ID is now required to vote. Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft expects everything to go smoothly today.
0: I hope to have all the election results for all the races sometime between 10 or 11 o'clock at night so we can all know who won or lost and celebrate or drown our sorrows and get to sleep at a good time.
1: Ashcroft says he's not sure how the two weeks of in-person, no-excuse absentee voting will affect turnout. Early voting is up in the St. Louis region compared to the last Missouri midterms. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum has more on what is behind the boost.
0: Election officials with St. Louis, St. Louis County, and St. Charles County say in-person and mail-in-based absentee voting is up compared to 2018. The difference between now and then is that voters can cast a ballot early at an election authority's location without an excuse. St. Louis County Democratic Elections Director Eric Fay says it's an open question on what the early voting bump means for the overall turnout.
1: Is this people just getting it out of the way or does this portend some
0: very high turnout
1: that most people were not maybe expecting?
0: Nearly 1.1 million people have already voted early in Illinois as of Monday morning. I'm Jason Rosenbaum. St. Louis Public Radio.
1: St. Louis area election officials are assuring voters there is no cause for concern as other parts of the country prepare for possible violence and threats on this election day. Eric Fay with the St. Louis County Board of Elections says law enforcement will have a quick emergency response if anything occurs. We've met with um, the St. Louis County Police Department and um, the election crime coordinator with the St. Louis FBI office you know, and, and they are seeing you no know, intelligence that would lead anybody to believe there are going to be those type of problems. Faye says there have not been any incidents during no-excuse absentee voting. He's taking that as a sign today's polls should be safe for voters and election workers. Illinois officials are also expecting a safe day for voters and workers at the polls. More than 170 teams of investigators and assistant attorneys general will monitor elections throughout the state. Board of Election spokesman Matt Dietrich. County clerks are in close contact with law enforcement. They, you know, they a lot of times they work out of the same building that the that the sheriff's department works in. But uh, and and law enforcement is aware every election day uh, that potential problems could happen at polling places. Dietrich has not heard about any attempts to intimidate voters at ballot drop off boxes that has occurred in other states, including Arizona. In other news, Central Visual and Performing Arts students will start virtual learning this Monday. Classes have been canceled since a shooter killed a student and teacher two weeks ago. Students at Collegiate School of Medicine and Bioscience, which shares the campus, will start online school tomorrow. St. Louis Public Schools officials say it could take weeks for the campus to be ready for visual and performing arts students again. Collegiate students will likely return first, possibly as soon as next week. The district says it could announce plans for the rest of the semester before Thanksgiving. The Drug Enforcement Agency's St. Louis division is reporting a record amount of fentanyl seizures in the past year. It confiscated more than 670 pounds of the opioid in fiscal year 2022, more than the previous two years combined. The DEA's St. Louis division covers Missouri, Kansas, and part of Illinois. Voting for members of the military is much more complicated than for civilians, especially if they are stationed overseas or in a combat zone. Today's midterm elections come 10 years after Congress passed new laws and some states adopted more technology to make the process easier. But as St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All reports for the American Homefront Project, the rules are not consistent from state to state.
0: In the 2008 election, 91% of all absentee ballots from civilians were returned successfully, but only 50% of absentee ballots from overseas military members were counted. That led Congress to pass a law that set requirements for states and their voting authorities, usually counties, to make voting easier for military members. Donald Inbody is a Navy veteran and the author of The Soldier Vote. He says the biggest issue for military voters is getting their ballots on time, so they can return them before the deadline. That's one of the reasons the law was passed, that states had to have their ballots ready to go 45 days before the election. That was The primary purpose for that was to allow the state to get an absentee ballot overseas, give the person time to fill it out, and then have it mailed home. The 2010 election saw an almost immediate improvement, with 33% of overseas ballots coming back too late. Nowadays, states are supposed to mail paper ballots sooner, and a handful have implemented online voting for overseas troops. In Missouri, State Election Director Chrissy Peters supervises the online portal. And if a, a military or overseas voter is in a hostile zone, then they can utilize the portal to return their ballot via the portal. And or if they are choosing to receive their ballot via email, they can return it um, that, with that method as well. While not all states go to that length to make it easier for military members to vote, the latest numbers show the percentage of military absentee ballot rejections is down to single digits. Making it easier for military members to vote is generally popular among politicians. Republicans like Missouri Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft are tightening voting access in the name of security, but he is willing to expand opportunities like online voting to members of the military. Clearly, when someone has potentially been sent to uh, one of the worst places in the world by Uncle Sam to defend the freedoms of those of us that are still in Missouri, we need to go the extra mile to make sure that they uh, can participate. While it's easier for military members to vote and their absentee ballots are getting back on time more often, that isn't changing the percentage of service members voting, according to the Defense Department. 47% 47% of troops voted in the 2020 presidential election, compared to 74% of civilians with similar demographics. Scott Weedman is the deputy director of the department's Federal Voting Assistance Program, which provides resources to help troops navigate the election process. We see that folks who actually avail themselves of either the guidebook, our website, the voting assistance officers, um, have a much higher percentage chance of successfully casting a ballot in an election if they avail themselves of that. Inbody, the veteran and author, says some of the tactics states are using to help service members vote might work their way out to the rest of the population. The whole idea of absentee ballots didn't exist until the Civil War, when Congress wanted to let soldiers on the front lines vote. Inbody says it's not unreasonable to think that someday, online voting could be as ubiquitous as absentee ballots. Using the military, the experience that they see in the military, to pass those rights on to other American citizens, there's certainly historical precedent to that. Making it easier for everyone to vote may seem fraught with political implications, especially in the current climate. But Inbody says even back in the Civil War, creating a mechanism for absentee voting was motivated by elected officials hoping it would help them get reelected. And that change stuck. I'm Jonathan All, St. Louis Public Radio.
1: That story was produced by the American Homefront Project, a public media collaboration that reports on American military life. Funding comes from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt.